Hello everyone and welcome to game week 33 of the premium FPL podcast. We are at premium underscore FPL on Twitter. The game week this week kind of feels a bit inconsequential after what's gone on the past week, but I'm sure as you start to ramp up for the running, things will start to move towards fantasy. Uh, Unlike Dean Smith, we live in the fantasy world, not the real world. So it's joined as always by Mindy. Uh, What do you make of the game week? Bit, Bit unusual circumstances. Yeah, it's been a, a very strange few days with the news on Sunday, obviously the Super League nonsense. Uh, and then um didn't think it could get any worse, like just for so disen- what's the word? When you're uh, disenchanted, sort of feeling disillusioned with football. And then um I thought I thought, you know, private side might cheer me up Monday evening and then see you diving about and arguing with you. Oh team. come like, on. Who, 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 who invited Craig Bellamy? <laughs> so, I was like, what, 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 what a way to round off a horrible couple of days. Um, but yeah, if you saw the stats. I'm, I'm like Jack Grealish, most fouls, most fouls against. But he just targeted me. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all gone kaput now, isn't it? So we can actually, uh, it's all unravelled in spectacular fashion. So we can start to move on. What's that? Our five side team or the Super um, League? Um, <laughs> You're um you're still doing all right fantasy wise though, aren't you? You rank and stuff. You, you, you had any thoughts of maybe a a franchise fantasy league? Are you maybe doing a breakaway podcast or anything like that? Potentially depends how much depends how much money I'm offered. No, I'm, I'm not 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 motivated by money as you as you well know. Two two loyal workers to the British Broadcasting Corporation. We we. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we should um, timestamp this. We're recording during the uh, during the Spurs game on Wednesday evening. Tottenham have just equalised. Bale's Bale's bagged. I thought that might happen. I thought he'd want to stick. Just his... missed it. I thought he'd want to, um, you know, first game without Mourinho in charge. Just you know, get get a goal. I wonder what his celebration was like. If he's uh, giving it some extra oomph for the cameras, so <laughs> in case Jose is watching. Um. Yeah, that's that's interesting that because I think Tottenham, if they do have a bit of a new manager bounce, might might change plans. But they've they've obviously got the blank this week, which we'll talk about. Um, running order this week is yeah Tottenham and City are blanking. What to do? Kane's uh, Kane's got an, an injury, which we don't really know how serious that is, so it's a bit hard to plan for that. But probably just gonna plan as if he'll be back after the after the blank which is probably all we can do at the moment um been a lot of goalkeeper rotation and just rotation in general so an update on what to do with that wildcarders who um got new keepers in game week 31 have been done um been done done right up haven't they who are your two keepers by the way mendy and forster yeah i kind of wish 
it was the first time he took out Emmy all season and if he had the time back, I probably would have kept him in with the with the double and not blank Villa to come. Uh, and then also going to look at, um, you know, what teams do we need to be targeting now? Because there's not that many teams left with stuff to play for and the rotation factor with European competitions is still proving problematic. So we'll have a look at who are the best teams and players to target with that in mind. And then there's been some updates around double game week 35 and more blanks after that, which has come about because of the uh, Premier League plans to get fans in, in the ground for the last game or two, which has meant things being moved. So I think um, Callum's read up all on that, haven't you? You've got some um, concrete advice to give everyone and you'll be able to go <laughs> Concrete. I'm trying to make trying to make a sense of it, really. And it, there is a potential with the game moving with fans there as well that might change even further. So just when you thought the most complicated FPL season, I can kind of look forward to the running. I know where my games are. It's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting, especially with most people without chips. Well, me and you without chips. So every transfer is going to be with the forethought of what's coming around the corner. Really. Yeah, it's just, it's it's just it's been the worst season for planning. Really, it's just a bit of a nightmare. Uh, well best it depends how much of a nerd you are really isn't it yeah it depends often you want to refresh the Premier League's Twitter feed to see <laughs> see when fixtures have been announced and stuff but um, before we get into all that get the housekeeping out of the way so it's another another Friday deadline so yeah quick turnaround as well from the Thursday game yeah so you, uh, most people will be looking at a team's probably Friday during work and stuff, won't they? Um, to be honest, for this week, like if you can get players out this week with the quick turnaround and with the uncertainty around injuries and stuff, I'd be tempted. Like if you're unsure, I'll just save a transfer, especially with the double game weeks coming. Like you probably won't regret, won't regret that. Uh, but yeah, um, what else? Follow us, premium underscore FPL on Twitter um, and. Um, we're uh, almost at 700 followers on, on Twitter. So if you can help tip us over the edge, that'd be um, much appreciated. And Callum's been doing uh, bonus videos on YouTube every week, last few. So looking to keep that up. So subscribe on YouTube as well for um, for yeah Callum's march towards top top 1K. Um, and that's segue, that segues us into your, um, your segment, doesn't it? Your week yeah. and... Your updated plans for cracking that that three figure rank? Well, you've kind of you've you've set me up really because before the before we came on air, well on air before we started recording, I was pretty unsure as to what I'm going to do. But you said let's do it anyway. So so let's try and make sense of my transfers this week and and going forward, looking at the blanks and doubles. So my current rank with Spurs at one 0 with Southampton is two thousand five hundred and four in the world, which is slightly down it's about what is it about 100 down on oh, last position leads. so <laughs> so obviously I had a terrible game week but yeah so 51 points um looking like Asper the Quet has not played uh so Holden's going to come in um for two and then got Ian Acho tomorrow as well so that that might change but a lot of teams have them a lot of teams have Ian Acho especially so it'd be interesting to see 
what happens come Thursday. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of what I'm going to do, it's good to see Trent was the big one on the wild card for me. He's absolutely smashed it since we brought him in. So he's, and with the Liverpool fixture run, I think that Trent, Yotta, Salah, triple up, he's going to stay. So, so that's good. Uh, Kane, captaincy this week, 12, but then didn't play this game against Southampton. So there's a lot of question marks about his injury. And I'm kind of hoping that Ryan Mason after this game might update people on where he is because he was very coy before Southampton. He said he wasn't going to make Southampton, but he's not. they don't know yet about Sunday. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And that'll probably affect my transfers this week. I'm still very much undecided. If Kane is out, I probably will do Kane to Vardy if he's out for two to three weeks. But I'm pretty reluctant to do that just because after Tottenham's blank, they go on to face... Is it Sheffield United, Leeds, Wolves, Villa and Leicester? So you kind of, you're pretty reluctant to sell Kane and Son. I know Son's not done much tonight, but with the, them fixtures to come, I'm pretty reluctant. And if he is fit, then I would have 10 players for game week 33. I've got them written out here. I'd have Mendy, Aspilicueta, Shaw, Trent, Holding. Fernandez, Yotta, Salah, Lingard, and Ian Acho. So it's just going to be who I get in that 11th man. I mean, I've got four players who I can bring out Kane, Son, Diaz, and Keenan Davis for Villa, who's obviously not playing, but he's 4.2. So it doesn't give me much wiggle room to do a single transfer. So it's very much going to come down to the wire. And I'm not giving too much away uh, on this preview, which Mindy will hate me for. But the main, the main ones are probably even going to be Kane for Vardy, as I talked about. Maybe some update from Tuchel as to what the position is amending Kepa now. In, a, in an ideal world, he'll say, in terms of making the transfer easier, he'll say Kepa's going to play Premier League for the rest of the season. Mendy will play Champions League. But even then, it's a lot of... I mean, it's going to be tricky. If he does say in terms that, of, then, I guess, would you then concentrate on getting Mendy out? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If he says Kepa's his number one keeper for the Premier League, but I can't see him doing that just because, what is it, two Champions League and one, well, three to get to the final and one FA Cup. So he's going to play some Premier League, which makes it worse from our point of view because most of us went for the Mendy force to double up and... Southampton aren't going to look like they're going to keep a clean sheet anytime soon. And they also don't play in 33. So that might be one. Forster's not playing tonight either. So is he not? Is he not playing? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, Son's just scored. There's live. So that's uh, so that's probably Son staying in. Uh, So that, that'll probably change things. Um, Yeah. So I'm, I'm undecided. What would you suggest in my position? Uh, I think if we work on the assumption that Kane, for now, I guess we, we, we there's ten days until Spurs next play in the Premier League. Yeah, at least ten, eleven days. So, and Tottenham, whenever Kane's injured, they rush him back. Like they never take their time with him, do they? And he always is chomping at the bit to get back. So I, I think like for the purposes of this, like we'll work on the assumption that Kane will be be back. Um, I think mm-hmm. sorting sorting out the 
the Chelsea situation, like the the goal because at, at the moment you have no playing goalkeeper. Really, if 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 we think that Tuchel might keep rotating Mendy and Kepa, it sort of that's a bit of an unworkable situation, really. If you might have no goalkeeper every week for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be... And the obvious contender there would be Martinez, and I think I'd be 0.2 short, so I would have to... Diaz would probably be the one to come out just because he's not playing 33, so they'd probably bring another defender in there. I'd not give it too much thought, so... You've got two free transfers, haven't you? Yeah, two free transfers, yeah. So that wouldn't affect... I wouldn't have to play minus, but it's just whether who I'd bring in, which... Yeah, it's very much up in the air. Like you said, it it's kind of having two transfers is kind of made this worse because it's like it's like what you said in your intro. If it's almost this game week's just like get through it almost kind of thing. So yeah, it'd be tricky. It'll come down to the wire. Um, my only other thought was Diaz out for was it Diaz out for Cody and Vidra in for Keenan Davis. That was my only other option, but. Pretty reluctant to do that because Cody obviously plays, he's up against Vidra uh, this weekend and Vidra didn't play United game and they had one, they only played one up front so that might be a reason why but yeah, if he's, if he's not played the last game there's always going to be question marks about the next game so yeah, a lot to think about ahead of this game. I'm like, hopefully going forward I'll have a clear plan just because this is to be a bigger break as well and you kind of, kind of give it more thought but yeah. I, I, I think, um, you know, you've just, uh, you've let all this success with your rank get to your head and you just can't be bothered clearing on the podcast and giving out a clear plan anymore. You just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the common consensus when I've been looking across Twitter this week that no one really knows what to do. Like, when you look at the fixtures this week, I mean, who's got a good fixture? Liverpool, and I've got three Liverpool. Chelsea away at West Ham is no gimme. Uh the United and Leeds one, which we've hoped to target, but now we've Leeds are looking a lot better. It's no longer like, I mean, the start of the season where whenever they played a top six team, they got whipped, didn't they? And that's that's kind of changed now. Um, I mean, Mason Green would probably want to bring in if I was bringing United playing already at Bruno. Um, Villa West Brom, Villa out of form, West Brom firing. And then the Leicester Palace, which I talked about, might might get Vardy in. But then the other options are not really worth considering at the moment. Madison with obviously that like COVID break and stuff. So yeah, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky game week for me. Yeah. So in short, you, you have no idea what you're doing. Um, <laughs> and that's what I said before I came yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so just to um, give it a, a live update after that Son goal, what's your well, it's like just been chalked out actually with the oh, offside. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, okay. So good job we good job we uh, you mentioned that. I'll clip it up after so people don't know there's no goal. Uh yeah. Well you can uh, you can use that as your out point. <laughs> well I'll um I'll get into um my game week and my team then if um nothing else to add from you. Yeah, no go for it. Yeah, Please. sorry I can't be more definitive, but yeah, the fixtures and the and the uncertainty, it just, it's quite tricky to plan this week. So, uh, looking at my team, I, I'm on 62 points so far, which takes me currently from 42k to about 31, 31k. So, 
10k rank jump. Can't can't grumble at that, uh, especially with um, some of the stuff that happened over the weekend with players not playing and whatever. So yeah, as as this, similar to Callum, didn't have Mendy playing for me last night for Chelsea, but Alonso and Rudiger both played, which was good. I think that's kind of separated me from some teams getting the double Chelsea clean sheet there. Um, and then apart from that, my team is pretty template now. My my week my transfer last week was Sal- uh, Sterling to Salah, uh, which was a little bit annoying because then Salah got rested. That does seem to be a pattern now with Liverpool that one of Firmino, Mane or Salah gets rested every week, which is something to monitor with um, captaincy. But hopefully now Salah won't get rested for the next few, so we don't have to worry. Um, and then, yeah, Ian Acho to go, to go tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, like you said in yours, most, most teams have Ian Acho around our ranks. So... My current thinking for next week is uh, address the Mendy situation, either Mendy or Alonso, because I'm happy for one. For I was happy for one of them to be rotated. Like I, I knew Alonso might was a rotation risk. I didn't expect Mendy to be a rotation risk. So that's probably yeah. Oh, Aspilicueta now. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all at it. So. If you go by the logic of, you know, you fix the weakest point of your team, the weakest part of my team currently is is Mendy, which is annoying because I don't like making goalkeeper transfers. I don't think many people do. Uh, if if it's ambiguous from, from Tuchel and he sort of doesn't say what's going on, I'd be tempted to leave Mendy for a bit because I just don't like making goalkeeper transfers and I've only got one transfer this week. And... Um, banking a transfer and having two with the double coming and we'll have more information next week on what's going on with Kane and what's going on with just all the stuff that's up in the air like not knowing what's going on with the doubles and stuff so it, 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 is, it, it is a good week to save a transfer this week I think as I was saying before um, it's just whether many people will be able to do that with with uh, Tottenham and City not having a fixture yeah, I didn't say in my bit actually that I'd be very surprised if Mendy doesn't play this weekend just because they got it's Madrid, isn't it, on on Tuesday or Wednesday, and for him to not play would that be would that be ten days he wouldn't have played a fixture or maybe more, and to go into Madrid not doing that would be interesting. So I think I think he'll probably I'd be very surprised if he didn't play that game. He might get his rest in between the two Champions League games. Yeah, so. That leaves me for this week then. Um, I, I currently, well, if we assume that Vidra comes back into the team, which, well, that's a poor, a poor assumption. Actually, let's, so let's assume Vidra doesn't come back into the team just because Sean Dyche, he's not really been a big fan of Vidra during his whole time there. So if, if worst case scenario, Vidra and Mendy don't play, that would leave me with nine, which is a little bit annoying. Uh, so, so yeah. Either either do nothing and hope one of Vidra and Mendy play, or get rid of, suck it up and use a transfer to change Mendy to someone. Um, how much have I got in the bank actually? Could I do Mendy to Martinez? No, I can't. So yeah, that's that's. Oh no, I can't, it's, yeah, I've got I've got zero point two in the bank and Martinez is five point four, so that's perfect. 
that works out. Yeah. Um, and as we'll touch on later, Martinez, although it seems a weird move because everyone's took him out on wildcard, with the developments around the doubles and the blanks and stuff coming later in the season, Martinez looks, he looks a good keeper to have to see you through that period. Um, so, so yeah, maybe maybe that is my move this week. Um, but yeah, should we um, get on with the rest of the running order? Yeah. So I'll moving I'll, into I'll get started. Moving into Spurs and Man City, we've we've talked about Son and Kane a bit in our team roundup, but. Yeah, with the blank that's coming in 33 this game week, it's Spurs, City, Southampton, and who is the other one? It's just slipping my mind. Is it Palace? Uh, trying to think. You help us out here. 33 is Fulham, sorry, Fulham. So, yeah. I just thought I'd let Stu and panic. <laughs> Thanks for the radio silence for those listening podcasts. Hopefully you're still here. We're still here. Um, so Man City, Tottenham, Fulham. We're here Southampton. physically, mentally we're absent. <laughs> so the two there are obviously Man City and Tottenham. Uh, and what, what do you do if you've got them players? Um, for me, it's a kind of hope that there's an update on Kane. If Mason says fit for the weekend, then obviously that's a great thing. If he says weekend might come too soon but he's not too far away then you've, you've got an extra week there before the Sheffield United game so I think the only way you would take him out and a lot of people have a lot of value built up in Kane if you've had him a long time I know I have I think that's why I'm pretty reluctant uh, the only way I would take Kane out of it was a few weeks Son I'd probably keep as well just because of the off the back of that blank um, you've got Sheffield United followed by a lot of other fixtures that are great the only Spurs I think I'd keep, if I had Spurs, I had Son Kane, but I had a defender or something like that. I think that would be the easy one for me. I'd take the defender out. Um, that would be the way to get a player in for 33. Um, and in terms of City, uh, we saw the team news just before we came on as well. Obviously, Kevin De Bruyne is injured. Uh, I probably would take Kevin out if, if I had him. Uh he might be back for the next game, but then you've also got the rotation factor as well. So it's not as if you've missed him for 33, but he's straight back in for 34. You've also got the rotation risk there and the, the value that he is, he'll probably be an easy sell for me, whether it's Bruno or someone else. And then the defenders would probably be the next step if if I needed another player. Um, depends who the defender is. If it's Cancelo or someone like Cancelo's out of form at the moment, so... I know he's not playing again today, uh, so he'd probably be an easy one. I know Diaz didn't play the last game, but he's back in today. I think Pep, I mentioned the last podcast, and I mean, I was very surprised that he didn't play. He's one that Pep will try and keep in the team just because it kind of, you won't want that bad defending to filter through to a Champions League game. Uh, I know we're out the FA Cup now, or Carabao. This is probably why he's playing ahead of the Carabao Cup final on Sunday, so... I'd probably be reluctant to sell Diaz. Any other defender, I probably would sell. Um, Son Kane, I'd keep. Any any other Spurs player, I'd probably get rid of. Yeah, the, the only thing I'd say is if, if you don't have... If there's anybody who doesn't have Salah and you've got Son, I'd maybe do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you've, if you've not got Kev and you, you want Salah in, yeah. Then Son, yeah. Probably. Um, I think I think for me, if you've not got free Liverpool now, 
I know we're going to talk about the blanks and doubles come in, but because they play every week, uh, they do not blank. Let me just check that. I'm scared to say something now in case it's not right. They don't have a double, but they don't blank, and the fixtures are great. So Liverpool's the kind of team that you can kind of look at. You scared to say something? That's not like you. You always give <laughs> parity on what you're doing on this podcast. I think if if I'm in show in any position, uh, well, attack's a bit difficult for me. A bit shit, but in, in defense or midfield, I think the the moves are easier there. If you want a premium defender, Trent, cheaper defender, Phillips. Although he might be injured now, did he come off injured? I mean, everyone's injured. All I don't know what's the crack is, but yeah. Yeah, Liverpool probably the team to target though, was getting off one of them premium assets. Yeah, I think so. The, the, it sort of comes back to then if you if you think that you can get nine or ten out this week and just hope hope that your bench players like like for me like Vidra or Masuaku or something hope they come back and don't just leave Kane and Son there for now. It's not. I I don't really see that much potential as you were saying in this week for a one game week pun on getting rid of getting rid of them and then you're probably going to want them back if, so so yeah that, that that's that probably holds the, the, the only one maybe worth mentioning as a one game week pun potentially is um, Greenwood he's um, he had a bit of a streak towards the end of last season and it looks like that's happening again Um. Rashford's carrying an injury, uh, which he's sort of having to be managed through. And Cavani's like on commentary they said at the weekend, he he said he didn't feel like he could start the game. Um so and Marshall's injured, so Greenwood's minutes look a bit more like he's not nailed on by any means, but he's gonna get more minutes than than he was doing. And when he's in this kind of form where he's just shooting on site and his finishing looks decent. Um, he, he he could be an option for for, for someone who's like say if you, say if you've only got eight or nine and you're not you do want to get rid of one of the, um, say for example Son just to have an extra player this week that that could pay off for one week if if Greenwood gets another couple of goals or something against Leeds. Mm-hmm. Son's just scored a penalty, so he has got a goal, which is interesting. Right. Does that does that change your opinion? Um, well, for people who but you can only get eight players out or something. So, so say for example, you've got a city player and three Spurs. You, if you've only if you can only get eight out and you're not sure about your bench and whatever, you, you kind of do have to bring someone in this week, I think, don't you? I think yeah. I think nine is fine. I don't know. Once you get down to like eight players in a week or something, especially a week where most people will have ten or eleven. You're starting to, um, yeah, you're starting to risk things. But the, the other thing to think about, though, is we're taking those Tottenham players out. Is that Tottenham now, like towards the end of this game, it sounds like they've been pushing for a winner. Whereas under Mourinho, like that game against Everton, they sort of settled for a draw. So if if under Ryan Mason, they're actually gonna go for it and actually try and score goals. <laughs> That's... Oh, you remember what happened to United when Oli initially came into Jose? All the all the players hated Mourinho, so they were playing out the skins. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think I think unless you unless you're really stuck, basically just keep the Spurs players. 
That's what I'd say. Yeah. I think City is probably the easier one to sell than Spurs, especially if it's Kane and so on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just um, obviously keep an eye over the next couple of days on um, what Ryan Mason says about Kane. So on Kane then, if Ryan Mason says he's out for the Leeds game, no, for the Sheffield game and the Leeds game, what would you do then? What if he says that? Well, easy sell. Two two game weeks at this this that this stage of the season is, is quite. Right. Well, it'd be three, won't it? If, if you include thirty three, um, yeah. I think if he even says he's out for the Sheffield United game, that'll be enough for me to sell. Just because, just because Leicester's next two, Leicester's next two is Palace, Southampton, and then they've got to double themselves, Newcastle, and Man United. But that's not confirmed yet. But it's expected to come. So, yeah, if he. If he's out of the Sheffield United game, that that will probably be enough to sell for me. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, just because it's easy to get Vardy, and by the time by the time Vardy's fixtures go shit, which is thirty six when they have a blank, you'd hope that Kane's price will be like what you sold for. If you get what I mean, if you're losing a bit of value, you probably get that back when you look to bring him back in. Well. You, you, you could have said that in your uh, bit at the start for YouTube and you've just, <laughs> just given away your little uh, actual bit of something you might actually do. I don't think, I don't think, yeah, and I don't, I don't think it'll come because I think, I think they'll want, A, they'll want City guessing whether he's going to be fit and B, they'll be doing absolutely everything to get him out on that game, for that game. Even if he's on painkillers, they'll probably... Even if it probably disrupts the end of the season, you know, Spurs are going to be so desperate for a trophy, especially with the negative PR this week. Like they'll want to take some heat off with the fans. So they'll be doing everything, uh, whether it would be fit or not is another matter. But I think they'll keep it coy. I'll be very surprised now if after the game he says he's out for three to four weeks. But mm. you never know. Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of talking about City and Spurs now. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah. Unless, you, unless you've got anything else to add. <laughs> Oh, next topic is what to do with City or Spurs. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> the next topic is on rotation. We talked about Salah with Liverpool. Hopefully that might be less now they're out of the Champions League because obviously he played a lot around the Champions League and that's probably why he got his rest against Leeds. The fact that it's spilling into everywhere now, these teams that these teams that have everything to play for, but still in European competition, which means rotation. These teams that have nothing to play for, which means rotation. So there's a lot of teams where it used to be, like in a normal year, it was Pep Pep's team sheet that you'd be frightful for. But now it's pretty much every team sheet and every player that you've got on your team. You, I don't think you can probably say, other than probably Lingard, who, you know, West Ham is still going for Champions League and he's the heartbeat of that team. Any player you, you've probably got on your team, you could you could see a reason why they wouldn't play the next game. So I think for me, that probably means targeting teams. I know targeting teams that have probably got something to play for and not in European competition, which makes it quite tricky as such. There's not many around. So that's probably Leicester, West Ham, Liverpool, and now even Spurs. They're only going to finish the season strongly and try and sneak into that top four. So there, there's probably four teams there that I'd target. We talked about teams at the bottom, but that kind of relegation battle 
is slipping away a bit from Fulham West Brom, despite West Brom's resurgence. So if they go down, then they might start to put in some young players, see how they do ahead of the championship season. So I picked out four teams there that that I'm going to try and look to target transfers. I don't know if you have any other thoughts uh, on that. Well, well, just quickly go back to your point about the rotation. Like, I don't think there's been a season where keepers have been rotated this much. <laughs> it's mental. Like, <laughs> like when when um, uh, Arteta says that Ryan, Matty Ryan's been a beast in training, so we've given him a start. It's like, well, how much of a beast can a keeper be in training? Like, to... to to unseat like quite an established number one in in Leno, who's sort of it's it's a bit it's very bizarre. And uh, United, there's uncertainty. With you, you never know when De- David de Gea could come back in. And obviously, we've covered what's going on at Chelsea. So, I think a lot of people will be having a headache about keepers, which isn't really unideal for this time of the season. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's the, the, you want to be making transfers that you know high impact and towards the top end of the pitch, not, not with the keeper. So couldn't come at a worse time, really, that aspect of rotation. Um, yeah. And yeah, with the, with the teams to target, it, I'd probably stick with what you said, except from if if West Brom managed to get a result tomorrow against Leicester, they'll start to... Well, they've already had a bit of belief, but they'll keep fighting for their lives, won't they? Like, so someone like Pereira could be a... Yeah, there's still nine points behind, so as soon as they start to lose one or two, but like you say, if the the train just doesn't stop and they just keep on winning, then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't can't see them getting anything at Leicester tomorrow, but on the off chance they do, um, that would shake things up a bit, wouldn't it? Is it so? Is it, there's no, nobody else you'd consider from the ones um, fighting in that relegation scrap? Uh, well, Burnley severely out of form. They're the ones who were who Fulham. Fulham completely lost it. It was only five or six weeks ago where they were tipped to kind of make the way out of it. But yeah, West Brom bit of resurgence last two. You look at Burnley, Brighton, Brighton. Continue to continue, continue to flat to see, and then probably anyone above there is probably safe. Probably just need one more win out of six games, so they're probably the teams that are on the beach. Those were just the four teams that I picked out. I, I couldn't see a case for anyone else. I know Wolves have got a decent little run, but then the fixtures kind of turn. So I'm kind of looking towards either them four teams or my plan around the double and the blank that follows. So yeah. It, it's it's going to be an interesting end to the season. How you play it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. So, so yeah, you, 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 you'd recommend concentrating towards the hunt for the Champions League, basically, rather than the relegation scrap. Yeah, just because they tend to be the better FPL assets anyway. Like that, that's who we spend our season looking at. Those kind of teams at the top, and then you, you kind of. Every so often, a play at the bottom, like obviously Timu Puki and players like that kind of emerge. And whether Matthias Pereira is, is the one, but he, he he seems to have like a double digit haul and then doesn't doesn't feature again for ages, does he? I know he's had he's had two in the last two, but other than that, all season he's kind of he's kind of had a double digit and then disappeared for a while. So I am going to look to probably target that Champions League battle. I mean, Spurs now are only two points off Champions League, so they're, they're going to be a full flow for the rest of the season, you'd think. 
So basically what you're saying is I can't talk you to bringing in Callum Robinson into team. <laughs> Probably not, no. Uh, well, that's a shame. Um, so yeah, I think this week more than ever on the rotation stuff, listen intently to the uh, press conferences tomorrow and Friday before you make your um, before you make your transfers and um, use that information to help you. And if you're really unsure, as I said before, probably try and save a transfer and use use them use them when there's a clearer picture of what's going on. I think so many people have been distracted with what's going on this week and all that stuff. I think it maybe is a week just to take a step back and if you can just look at it again with fresh eyes next week with two transfers then. Um, but yeah, should we um, move on then to um, your uh, double game week special section? I mean, yeah, this whole this whole podcast really has been trying to make sense of an absolute mindfuck. So this is going to be another interesting segment. So this is around the double game week in 35, which immediately is followed by the... Uh, so the double in 35 that's immediately followed by the blank in 36. So you identified four teams earlier that have a double in 35 and then blank and then also playing 36. So that's Southampton, Everton, Crystal Palace and Villa, which makes the Emmy Martinez keeper shout more attractive. Probably makes the return of Calvert-Lewin or someone like that more attractive. But whether he comes back from his injury, well, I know it was only... It was only knock on it, so he should be back. Um, just to, so, just to clarify, the reason I picked out those teams is um, you don't want to be filling your team with the other teams because then they won't play in the next week. So, so yeah, it's just annoying that those four teams are not teams you want to be targeting. So, because everything we've just said about teams like playing for stuff and having motivation <laughs> doesn't really apply to those teams, does it? Um, I guess the, the, no. only thing, the only thing you'd look for maybe is like someone like if there's someone like you know trying to play themselves into shop window you know maybe Zaha or something like that that could yeah be or Grealish returning if yeah. Grealish say if Grealish comes back this weekend as another game against Everton looks good then then you've he's kind of comes in into consideration don't he with the with the double and the and the single it's kind of <laughs> You kind of wish the games. You kind of wish it was the other way around because the other four that double then blank are Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, United, which is, which makes it even harder because if you lump on teams like if you lump on them teams, I mean, it's probably Chelsea, Leicester, United, then it's quite hard to jump back off them. But the, um, I think Leicester's probably Golden Glove as well. He must be close. Potentially, I know Edison, Edison. Edison might be a few clear, but yeah. I'll quickly check that as you. Uh, yeah, for me, the 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 thirty five thirty six conundrum makes it a lot easier if you've got Leicester players because their double Newcastle United is immediately followed by blank Chelsea Tottenham. So that's probably the one where if you've got Ian Acho, you've got Vardy, you've got another maybe a defender or something. They're probably the easy ones to jump jump off from thirty six and get some players in who are playing that game. Uh, in terms of the others, United probably pretty reluctant because it's Fulham Wolves. Chelsea, Leicester, Villa immediately follows, which isn't that tricky. And then Arsenal, if anyone's still got Arsenal, because 
they're very much focused now on the Europa League and hopefully getting Champions League qualification through that. So Arsenal probably avoided anyway. So yeah, not. Oh, one thing we should touch on actually is uh, Lacazette's injury because some people did have Lacazette. What, what would you do with um? What would you be doing with Lacazette? Probably Ian Acho if we've if not got him. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Ollie Watkins, just because they kind of... He's probably one other than Grealish that probably strikes me as the, the one that people might go for with the double and then the, they're also playing the game week after. Um, probably them two and... Uh, well, Calvert-Lewin, actually, potentially, because they've got Arsenal, Villa, double, Sheffield United. So there's a, probably a few fit, options. Is he, is, he's not fit, is he? Or is he supposed to be back soon? Or what's... So you don't knock I could, for the life of it. This this game week, I cannot remember if people played or not. Uh, let's try to find out. Uh, so he's got a groin injury. That, something else. So he, he's not played the last two, right. but whether he comes back, yeah. See, so yeah, that's one to monitor if he comes back. Really, isn't it? Um, yeah. So something I saw on um, one of the fantasy football scout streams. Um, they had a nice little section on. So the teams that I just talked about, the ones that play in the double and don't have a blank. So um, Everton, Southampton, Villa, and Palace. They are uh, they knocked up a table in terms of um, over the last six, which players have had the most expected goal involvement. So Ward Prowse actually comes out top on that. And, um, right, he had an assist today as well. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even though Southampton haven't got much to play for, he's, you know, in contention for the England squad. So he's going to still be putting in performances. Um, he's on pens and he's on, yeah, all set pieces. So he could be one to look at. Um, but I guess you, you do that sort of closer to the team at 35, wouldn't you? You wouldn't do it now. But yeah, it's just something to, yeah. sort of, to sort, something to think about, like trying to find a gem from those four teams that will see you through that that tricky period. Um, It'll be interesting to see whether the free hitters make ground this week because I know there's not many people with chips left, but that 35 probably strikes you as the the only the only time really that you'd play it now, wouldn't it? With the uh, with eight teams having a double fixture. Yeah, or or you could do it the other way and sort of build for the double and then free hit the week yeah, when sure. all those teams blank. So yeah, that is yeah, that would that would be focused when it 35 and 36. Yeah. So if you yeah, if you if you if you do still have your free hit, that's that's looks when to use it, doesn't it? Around those two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think last season I used it in the very last week, but there wasn't all this stuff going on last season. Um I think I think you deserve a trophy if you make it to the end of 38 this year rather than finishing anywhere near the top yeah it's I mean, yeah I wonder how many people have just thought if this was your first ever season playing FPL <laughs> you'd probably be thinking fuck this game <laughs> probably spent more time than full time job um, what, what, a, what a season for us to decide to finally do a podcast though <laughs> at least we're both doing alright well one of us I mean, I'm I, I'm sort of edging towards like a sort of somewhat respectable finish now with this. So, hang on, let me just quickly check my 
fly rank again after that son goal. So top ten k. Uh, no, somehow I've gone down. That doesn't make sense. Thirty-two, but yes, yeah, still somewhere around thirty-two. So yeah, my my, my target of um my my season target right at the beginning was obviously the top ten, and then to, as I was having a bit of a sh- shite season, I thought we'll move that down to top twenty. Um, but I think I'm unless I start having some horror shows well on track for the respectable top 20k finish so if uh if this first season of having the the podcast has like you in the top 1k and me somewhere around top 20 i mean can't can't grumble could have gone a lot worse we'll have to set up our own patreon for next season <laughs> yeah or yeah you, you, you might um wheel out your uh, super league plans You'll just create create a podcast with only people who've got history of being in the top top one k. Assured entry every season for those for those elite members. <laughs> no chance for anyone to come in after that. Don't care how many points I get after that. Um, questions wise, did we have anything else to go through? Um, we had one question from. Uh, is it around is mending came? Wasn't it? We probably answered that in the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I can't really be bothered talking through that again, especially for Zach. So yeah, just um, listen through to the podcast again, basically. Uh, any, do, anything else to go through for this week? D- did you want to um, talk through the city team sheet or anything, anything around the city? No, it just it's interesting that we've gone full strength um, this evening. I oh, know Kevin De Bruyne's injured, but other than that, it's probably the first eleven now because Sterling's not playing too well at the moment. Cancelo. He's not playing too well and he didn't play the last Champions League game. So, yeah, full strength for this game, which is quite interesting that we've done that and not for the FA Cup, which kind of obviously realised that Pep is still heavily intensifying the league, which you probably wouldn't think was would happen. Six games left, eight points. I suppose if you lose tonight and then United win at the weekend, it suddenly starts to become a bit of a title race, which... Pep is probably trying to avoid that. So, yeah, maybe if we win tonight, then it will be back to the Pep rotation. But for anyone who's picked a City player tonight, other than De Bruyne, you're probably very happy and hopefully they get the result. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Even your mate Foden's playing. My mate Foden. Um, I'm just going to, before we wrap up, I'm just going to quickly check if um, on the Tottenham Twitter feed, just on the off chance, there's an update. On Kane before we finish, there won't. There won't no. Oh, that's not very helpful. They've linked to a video rather than putting the quotes like actually on on Twitter. So that's annoying. But yeah, look out for that. Look out for the stuff on Kane. That's essentially what's going to be the main problem for people this week, isn't it? Chelsea yeah. If my advice is if, he, if he's missing the Sheffield United game and that gets confirmed and. I probably would take him out just because it's it's two weeks at the minimum there for a for a premium attacker and when Vardy is such an easy option to go to, I think I think you you shouldn't overthink that in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so I mean, would it just be Vardy or nobody else? Well, at that price bracket, yeah, and what, is it three fixtures that Leicester have that are really good? Uh, let's have a look. 
obviously you're not going to get the West Brom, but you'd be you'd be loving it if you got the West Brom game out of that. But you're obviously not. It's yeah, Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, three after that. So it it may, for me it makes it an easier decision. I just don't think they're going to have that much clarity. We'll wait and see. Well, one move I wanted to mention, actually, is um, say, for example, you're in my position and say, for example, Mendy does start playing in the Premier League and Tuchel hints at that. I'd probably maybe look at getting rid of Alonso instead, especially if Kane's going to be fine. And uh, Alonso to Pereira looks a decent move with those Leicester fixtures. Um, and Pereira is still playing wing back um, so that, that's another one to consider for uh, attacking that Leicester run but yeah I think that's um, that's about it for this week um, yeah hopefully we're... hopefully we've helped make you sense of because there's a lot of obviously a lot of distraction this week so it was quite difficult to get your head back in the game really with FPL but then you've also got the blank and then doubles and blank so if you're still heavily involved in the game, it's 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 quite a distressing time. You're obviously not distressed playing FPL, but yeah, it's quite hard to get your head around what the best moves are going to be going forward. But I think a, I think a Kane injury, serious injury, that hope it was not will make things easier. Yeah, just fingers crossed. Brian Mason gives some clear. He, he hopefully he just doesn't do an ollie and just be like completely vague. But <laughs> but yeah, um, good luck with making anything close to a sensible decision this week. That's all you can hope for, really. <laughs> uh, and um, catch you next week. Hopefully we'll be on a better form and we'll be able to actually give... Make sense of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yes, see you, um, see you next week. Yeah.